With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, of course, on uh, Sunday, we lost uh, Sal Palomo, but then uh, today we got the shock for our lives. This uh, former intercontinental champion and one of the greatest uh, Puerto Rican wrestlers of all time, Pedro Morales, passed away at the age of 76. Um, Due to uh, complications from uh, Parkinson's disease, so right. Um, thoughts and prayers go out to Salvalomo's uh, family and uh, Pedro Morales's family. Um, we want to go ahead and announce that uh, tomorrow night, um, during our second hour of Wrestling Authority Radio, we will have our friend uh, Yugo Spinovich on. Uh, Yugo worked with Pedro their time in the uh, WWF together, so uh, they'll have uh, probably quite a few good, good stories about Pedro to uh, relate to us. I had a little conversation with him earlier today, and um, he was telling me a few things, and so it's, uh, you know, it's good, it's good to have somebody who, you know, spent time with this legendary man to be able to... Uh, come on and uh, tell us stories about him. Indeed. So. All right. Uh, well, we've got a lot to cover tonight. Um, so we lost two legends. Obviously, we wanted to start off with that. And um, we got a lot of news to cover. So without any further ado, let's get this thing started. <laughs>
to Tuesday Night Turmoil, right here on the Evolution Radio Network, with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, D.K., and Sadistic Sean David. Now, let's go into the ER and get into the turmoil. Anybody, so what's going on? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was muted, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. I am Sadistic Sean David, along with my lovely three co hosts, the Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane, Just Blue, aka Mouse Mayhem, and the other one that makes this show so nice with all the boobies, Chaotic Katie. <laughs> Boobies and balls, that's what you get, folks. Sorry, I'm without power, but I have a battery pack and a phone across the street at a friend's place. So, yeah, with lots of candles burning, it smells good in here. They're all scented, and they're all different scents, and they all blend great together, and I'm just, yeah. I'm afraid of the dark. Sorry. What she's saying <laughs> is there's so many candles going, don't piss her off. She can have a seance like this. Oh, I already, okay, I already offered to bring over my glow yeah. in the dark. Mike, I have a glow-in-the-dark Ouija board, people. I already offered to bring it over, and everybody said no. Ah. I'll do it when I get home. <laughs> Actually, it hasn't been exposed to light, so I can't do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, All right. We are going to... Well, I was looking for the new uh, intro clip because I feel like we left Jess out on that one because I... You totally I, did. You totally Steve, did. if you can find it, play it. All right. She, All right. And this is, why, this is why Jess needs to be taught the studio. Yes, well, even she couldn't have figured out the air that we had tonight, so it's it's all good. Uh, anyway, we're going to start things off tonight with that clip, if Steve can find it. Um, I, I, again, if I am... If not, I have it. I can, I can reload it. Um, <clears throat> so, I am Sadistic Sean David. Tomorrow night is going to be a loaded edition of Wrestling Authority Radio, as we've already said. And it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, this week on Evolution Radio Network. You are now live inside the ER, and we're going to get things started with the huge breaking news that happened last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Where, you might where? hear people talking. I'm not in my own home. Oh, Lord. Or baby toys. <laughs> Here we go. 
there was another uh, rally for All Elite Wrestling, and we learned a lot of things. We learned that Sonny Kiss is one of the newest signings to All Elite Wrestling. We learned that Nyla Rose, who is transgender, is another signing to All Elite Wrestling. And uh, who else, Steve? Uh, let's see. Aja Kong. That was the big one. Aja Kong. Yeah. Um, wow. Chicago area fans, Kylie Ray. Finally, Kylie Ray. Oh, wow. And, of yep. course, the one Very that cool. everybody was hoping and waiting for, Kenny Omega. Yes. Ooh. And the Lucha Yay, Brothers. Kenny Omega. And there was another Japanese woman that was signed, too, but I don't remember who that was. Um, I don't know if you, you cut see, out, did you remember? There was that other Japanese women's wrestler that was signed, too. Um, well, right now, I'm, right now you got, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking to file, so uh, you're going to have to kind of carry for a little bit. That's fine. That's fine. Um, So that was announced. Uh, Double or Nothing was announced. We have matches that are announced for Double or Nothing. It will be Hangman Page against Pac. It will be... uh, Trying to think of what other match was announced. Let's see here. Well, the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks. And Kenny Omega against Chris Jericho. Yes. Uh, there we go. That's what I wanted. Um, the, just a lot of different stuff that is going to be happening at uh, Double or Nothing. If this clip will load, because I really don't want to go through the whole video again. Yeah. Uh, Sammy yeah. Guevara. Yeah. Or Guevara. Yeah, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara, who was released from Major League Wrestling for double booking himself, is signed with AEW. Yuka Sakaz... Oh, God. Yuka Sakazaki has signed with All Elite Wrestling. All right, I'm taking you guys for a cigarette. Sorry. <laughs> I can't smoke in this house. I had smokes once. Oh, okay, keep going. Sorry, guys. And we've already got some uh, major stuff signed uh, for Double or Nothing. As we've stated, yeah. um, it's going to be yeah, Hangman there, there Page versus Pac. There will be also another star cast. We already said it was uh, Sean. I didn't play it. What's it mean? Okay. okay, that was weird. What's happened there? That was really fucked. 
Uh, it will be Hangman Page versus Pac. SoCal Uncensored versus SEMA. And TB Announced and TB Announced. So that's going to be another huge matchup. Scorpio Hello, Sky, Frankie Gonzalez. Yes, from OWE. Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. Dr. Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray has been announced. And it will be Cody versus Tina now. No, you're allowed to smoke in the hallway, just no marijuana. Go ahead. Um, so those are five matches that have been announced for Double or Nothing, and we know there's going to be a hell of a lot more talent there than that. So we'll see what happens. Um that is the first um, date announced. There will be another. Um, damn it! Can I have to? John, you're stumbling. Hold, hold up. Yeah, hold you're on. stumbling. All right, Sean. Let me let me pop, let me pull this up. I'll get I'll get all the info because um, there's no, there's several it. there's several dates that are. Uh, I got it. Okay. Uh, May 25th is going to be Double or Nothing. June 2019 is an unspecified show believed to be in the USA. July 2019 is an unnamed show in Jacksonville, Florida, with a portion of the proceeds to go to anti-grime, anti, anti-grime, not anti, uh, anti-crime, not anti-grime charity. Well, and this uh, should be an anti-grime charity because no, grime no. is a crime. It'll be, yeah, it, no, it will no, it will be going to uh, help uh, victims of gun violence. Um, I expect that to be held at the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium. If they were smart, they'd do it there because it wouldn't cost them very much to do, um, and it wouldn't be during football season. So um, you'd have that going for you. August 2019. Royal Albert Hall in London, England has been signed. September 2019, All Out, the official sequel to All In and the full launch of the brand prior to TV tapings beginning. Uh, This is rumored to take place at the Sears Center in Chicago. October 2019, weekly television starts. Now, there is no news on what network that will be on yet, but this is huge news coming out of All Elite Wrestling. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me let me give you a little, little something here that might be a little bit of a tease on this because I did a little searching last night um, on tickets for Double or Nothing, <laughs> and it seems that the corporation that is handling all the ticket sales is access. And if that yes. name sounds familiar, folks, think of Access TV. Yeah. Hint, yep. hint. XS or XS? AXS. Okay. Which, which is the channel, that. folks, that is, uh, um, part, that is partially held by... Um, yeah, right. Uh, from uh, the San Antonio Spurs, 
Shark Tank. Yeah, right. Boy, am I boy, am I blanking out right now? Dark guy. Oh yes, but you both of you are. Too You're many, both terrible. Too, too many, too, too many, too many chair shots and another punches to the head over my over my career. Yeah. Bumps. So um, but the the uh, excuse me. Uh, all, double or nothing sold out in under thirty minutes. It's it's sold Very out cool. fourteen thousand plus seats sold. Um, yeah, yeah. So and the and the prices are the prices are very good. Um, in fact, actually, for the highest price of the um, ultra VIPs is five hundred and sixty nine dollars. But with that, okay. You get the following. You get uh, you get your laminated ticket. You get a program. You get a signed poster by by everybody on the card. You will get a VIP meet and greet with one of with one of the uh, wrestlers on the card. You will also get to hang out in the VIP lounge um, with free hors d'oeuvres. You will get one free drink ticket, and the rest of it is cash bar. Wow. Now think that ain't about too bad. For $569 for WrestleMania, what do you get? A chair. A lousy chair. Yeah. You're even uh, old. That's right. You also you also get professional photographs taken on the ramp as well. So I mean, you get all you get all this great stuff. So the people who bought those front row seats and that, they're getting a nice deal for their money. Yes, they are. And I think that's that's going to be another thing that helps set all elite above the rest. So uh, we've got that. All right, do you want to make this show official, Sean? I've got it. Yes, I, yes, I do. Well, actually, we hold, go. yeah, go ahead and do that, and then I'll do that. Welcome to Evolution Radio Network, Rampage Rants, Tuesday Night Turmoil, with your host, Jeff Blue, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and sadistic Sean David. Step into the ER wrestling fans and step into the turmoil. Yeah. 
it's official. We've got <laughs> Malice Mayhem. All right. I'm, I'm going to change rooms for this interview. I've been dying to hear this guy on air for a little bit now. So I'm going to change rooms. Don't worry, it's not you guys. I just might be loud. Burr. And there's um, baby in the other room. So um, I gotta move. Um, uh, Katie, there's the caller in queue if you could get the – well, I, no, you can't. I don't, no, I can't. I have no power. I'm on I'm on somebody's battery pack. Please that. get that caller in queue if you can, please. Uh, it's, a, it's a number yeah. that I don't recognize. Um, I am Pacific Sean David. We've got Just Blue, a.k.a. Malice Mayhem. I know Mayhem. who it is. Why didn't you ask me who it was? I knew who it was. I didn't you think you were even in the soundboard. No, but that, no, I already know who's calling in. That's what I mean. Okay. We both did. Um, anyway, I'm I'm sadistic Sean David along with. Uh, <laughs> Go on, honey. Yeah, oh hey, that was, that was just, me. Oh, yeah. I just blew yeah, like, mouth like I answer it. It's like I answer it, TNT, and I hear somebody go. Mom? So. Okay, who farted? Fine. Hi, <laughs> Jackass. You don't you don't get to you don't get to play on our airwaves anymore. Um, and you what can do tell you all that your little an- boy toys that's the Andrew. same things. A- Andrew was calling in. <laughs> Is Andrew here? That was Andrew. He uh If that was oh, Andrew, you just did the wrong thing, Steve. Yeah, that was Andrew. That would have been Andrew. Uh, then you better message him to call back, Jess. Steve, that would be cool. He's back? Steve, message him at a uh, green screen. The person didn't answer. I go TNT, and so I hear somebody go, he was Mom. waiting. Well, well, then you wait till they answer. I have to. Steve, I go green room him show. and apologize, and then come back with him, please. Okay, when I'm not in the studio, this is a rule. If I'm not in the studio, I don't give a shit who's screening. I have to wait until the person answers me, and if they don't answer, I go back to them. Hey, sweetheart, talk into your microphone. No, that's – him and Jess must be in the same room because I'm hearing him through Jess's mic. Hang on I can a second. Barely, I can barely hear him. <laughs> Uh, that's because he's got, in the green room with Steve. I, I made Steve apologize. So yeah, well, um, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with that because he's a really good guy. Like an yes, he is. Guy. All right, uh, we've got some more news with All Elite Wrestling. Cody's knee operation today was a success, and he says went smooth. Back to work. Cowabunga! I guess. I know. Um. So that's uh that you know he had his knee surgery done and um I guess I guess he's going to be back in time for double or nothing. I just hope he isn't rushing back cuz that would suck. That would suck. That would uber I would, suck. I I would hate to see that, but it's happened it's happened before. We know this with WWE and and in Germania when it happened. And thank God we haven't had another in Germania happen in a couple years. I mean, this is just one of the things that happens with wrestlers and wrestling. Um, you know, even even myself, I I rushed having my ACL relengthened and was doing a rest, uh, was running one of my own wrestling events during the time right after I had the damn thing lengthened. 
So shit, I know what eh? it's like. To, I know what it's like to rush around and and try to make shit happen, but you've got to take the time to really okay, you heal. Had your, you had your what lengthened again? Your penis? My what? Achilles. My Achilles tendon. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the program, Mr. Malice himself, Mr. Mayhem. Andrew, <laughs> introduce yourself. Well, my name's. Andrew Cato, I'm Cato the controversial one, and yeah, I just love to have fun and do these talk shows and wrestle and whoop some ass. Yay! All right, so that's all the news for uh, all elite wrestling. There's, there's, uh, I kind of figured that fall was going to be the debut of their television. Um, it's it's just the way it's going to be, but there's. There's a change on the horizon in the wrestling business for everybody involved that's coming this year. And it started last year with uh, All In, but it's going to continue into this year with Double or Nothing and the rest of the events that we announced just a couple minutes ago and um, all of that. So if you're not a wrestling fan or you haven't watched the product in a really long time, but you're hearing my voice, it's time to tune in and be a wrestling fan again because the whole industry is about to get shaken up. It's it's and, really uh, going to be a a good year for wrestling. Um, it's 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 going to be probably. I don't I don't know that I want to say this because 1995 the business was kind of on its ass, but. This is going to be 1995 all over again with All Elite Wrestling getting the television deal. I mean, it's it's going to be a really good time to be a wrestling fan. And I feel grateful that this is happening now so the younger generation of guys that are coming into this business can actually understand what it meant to have a Monday Night War. Um, and have two companies going at each other's throats the way we know All Elite and WWE will. Um yeah, we, I think, we need that again. Well, and the thing about it is, Vince has been going so long without competition. With a, I mean, this comp, he was not expecting this kind of competition. I think he thought, uh, I think he thought that, you know, All In was going to be a one-time event, and mm. little did he know it was going to blossom into a whole company. Steve and Kato and. Okay, I, I have a question for that though. I have a question. Is their right. mascot a guy dressed? Is is their mascot a guy dressed as a penis? God, I hope not. Okay, can I tell? Can I, I, I tell Kato? At, I'll tell you what, Kato. though, Katie. I looked at the uh, I looked at the uh, setup uh, for the arena, and that mm-hmm. uh, looks like there's uh, room for a lot of them. Okay, Kato, I need to tell you the the story. Did you watch all nope. in? Okay, I, I can't remember. I didn't, okay. I didn't quite pay attention to most of it, but yes, I did watch all okay. of it. Okay, I will set I will set the scene for you. The boys will tell me who used the entrance, but all of a sudden, somebody's entrance music starts. You know, there's lights and shit like that, and all of a sudden, all down the ramp and not the aisle are guys in penis suits. No word of a lie. Okay, I can't remember okay. whose entrance it was, but Joey Ryan. So, Okay, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Joey it was, Ryan. It was, it was okay. Big boy. 
I, I laughed my tits off, okay? I thought it was fucking great because a punk band that I know, they, um, their mascot's a penis, okay? But anyways, on to the story of me. Um, about three nights later, I was, because, um, yeah, sometimes I have really fucked up dreams for some reason. Um, I don't know, call it the antidepressants. I don't know, call it the marijuana. I don't know, maybe the piece of chocolate I ate before bed. Who knows? But um, I still want to know what they wanted, but I got surrounded by penises with golden helmets, and they started chasing me and surrounding me, kind of like, you know, the knights from Oz in Oz, you know, like the one, the ones for the Wicked Witch. They started surrounding oh, me like that. Oh, you mean the flying monkey? No, no, the, the knights, no, the, the, the guards, the guards for, for the Wicked Witch of the West, the one with the green face, you know, I'm Meryl Ting, that bitch, yeah, her, okay, so that's what it felt like, that they were surrounding me, because, because they had spears, they had golden spears, okay, they were flesh-toned penises, all different colors of flesh, a flesh that you can think of, with golden helmets, every race of penis you could think of, and they were all very, 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 very tremendously huge, you know, like when you walk into a porno house, you know, like a porno movie house, and there's yeah. a 50 foot penis on the screen accompanied by a foot, 50 foot fucking pair of breasts and a 50 foot pussy. Yeah, it was kind of like that. And and um, yeah, I woke up screaming and ran into the living room. My husband's like, "What's wrong? The golden helmet is penises." And he's like, "What?" So he goes, "You had you're having bad dreams from the penises from Holly, and aren't you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I am." So yeah, um, I'll never live that down. So. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That's what Katie had going on in her head. I did not, man. I had help me, help me. The giant penises are surrounding me, and I tried to get away, and I couldn't. And they didn't have any condoms, and I don't know what they wanted to do, so I, 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 I guess I was so scared I woke up. I hear they come in peace. You're a fucking bitch. <laughs> but you know what? That doesn't. It didn't change me into a lesbian, so I guess it wasn't that bad. Well, I still like boys. I still like boys and girls, but I think I like girls more. I've always liked girls more. Pussy's easier to eat. Never mind. Next. <laughs> hey, I love. I love you. So hey, why not? <laughs> Kate. Kate, yeah. you are. You are fall. You are. You are. You are falling down a rabbit hole so far. That you're not gonna be yeah. able to get up out of it. Oh, last week it happened too. It happened too last week. So, yeah. Damn. <laughs> you you've been you've been like you've been like this ever since Marty. Admit it. Yeah, yeah. Marty the moth from Lucha. Who's crunching or crumpling? So, uh, if you're gonna make noise, fucking mute, or else I will kill you. You're lucky I'm not there to whip you. There you go. You got <laughs> Call up the whip. Call it up. Okay, yeah, I want my actual whip noise. I have a whip noise on the on the soundboard, Andrew. <laughs> oh, an- another time, an- an- Andrew. Another time at band camp before we had the taser noise. My husband bought me a taser, and I decided that I was going to let them hear it on air. And after you use the taser, you have to touch it to something metal to de-shock it, right? And yeah. I touched it. I touched it and tased myself. No. Right on air. What about yeah. this? Right. I mean, I'd happen to get one. Mine sounds better. 
<laughs> or, or, the, or the whip that I happen to find. I hate that taser, by the way. Because we like <laughs> to like make it go off as we're driving down the road to a show. And yeah. I jump every time. Oh, my God. He's got All right. Okay. Uh, um, I got tasers, so, I got whips, handcuffs, whatever. It's all fun and games. I'm coming to visit you. Dang. Dang it. More the merrier. Boy, I thought Katie was yeah, the man. one needing help. Whoa. I'll start. Hey, man, I can start my own business. I'll start beating people <laughs> up again for. Hey, man, I used to be a dominatrix. It wasn't for. It was for almost a year, and it was good money. But yeah, I've been a dominatrix. Oh so, Lord! So, so you yeah. guys were talking. You guys were talking about injuries. I, I yeah, definitely under. <laughs> I definitely understand about the injuries. I actually in 2011 uh, shattered my heels, um, fell 25 feet to the concrete, and uh, doctors told me I was never gonna box, wrestle, or work again. And I told them they can they can all go to hell actually started uh, rehabbing two months earlier than I should have. And lo and behold, I'm actually still wrestling, still kicking ass. So, Damn it. We but, told you walking around in those high heels 25 <laughs> feet up would be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to work the high heels, okay? <laughs> um we, hey, it's worked uh, for Gene Simmons for over 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we uh, we need to report that WWE was in DeKalb and had a historic low draw. They did not draw anywhere near what they anticipated. If they broke out even on the building cost, I would be surprised. Um. So, way to go, WWE, for that. Um, and that's with our local boy, Mustafa Ali, being on oh, top of the yeah. card. What, what injury? What's his injury? It's a combination. Part of it, no, part of it's a, uh, part of it's a uh, um, tailbone injury from, of course, all okay. the bumps and that. And then, mm-hmm. uh, the, and then, and then the... Uh, a uh, nice little uh, potato that uh, Randy Orton gave him last Tuesday night sure didn't help. He's got a really beautiful shiner. He's got one of the prettiest shiners ever. Better than the ones I used to give. Oh, fucking gorgeous. No, some guy decided to put it. No, some guy decided to put his hands in my face while I was high one night. A really, really, really good fucking pot. I can't remember what it was. And I told him, don't put your hands in my face. But I'm Italian. Spaghetti fingers. Spaghetti fingers. I says, okay, but spaghetti fingers. Get your hands out of my face. So, you know, three strikes, you're out. And he fucking did it again, put his hands in my face. And he had really big, a really big orbital socket, you know, orbital bone. And I punched him. And the next day, his eye was, the bruise was the shape of my fist right in his eye. Because my hands are so small. Yeah. So for about a year or so, every time he saw me, he'd flinch. I go, go to hug. All right. Well, so, yeah, uh, I, I, we've I, got the we've got the controversial one here, and I know I know Cato likes to think he's controversial. He's going to find out how controversial I am because it is now time for my list. Oh, 
Chip, you know what? Oh, you just made the list. Oh, no. professional wrestling and I'm, I'm going to admit this now uh, there is a video circling out there that not a lot of people know about that uh, features me in a backyard I'm not going to tell you the name of the video because you don't you don't need to see it um, but at one point in my career after I did some professional training I, I worked with a place uh, up in Oakland that was not in the best of locations and they did have a ring so I went and I was paid um, Anyway, I worked up there, and I promoted some of my own backyard shows when I was a young teenager, 13, 14 years old. Um, In all the time that I've been promoting, be it backyard or on a pro level, I don't think I've ever ran across the situations like I've ran across this week. The first one is if you're going to cancel on somebody, you need to give that somebody a reason Okay, when ring when big rock bands cancel, they don't cancel for an unknown reason. There's usually a reason behind it. Um, if you're a Christian, if there's Somebody's a televangelist, a right? Um, if there's a televangelist and they're going to cancel their appearance, it's usually because something has happened. In doing that, yeah. in knowing somebody, um, as long as I've known a certain individual that I will not name. I expect a little bit of common decency out of this person or a person that's been around as long as this person has and uh, was not given a reason as to why they would be pulling out of the June event. I find that very unprofessional. Um, I don't, it doesn't compute well with me. I'm the type of person where if there's a problem, I would like to know about it so I can try to fix it. Um, this person did not did not what did not call his dog spot what he did not give us any Seberi re- any reason as to why he was not going to be at the event and oh, that did, cool. that does that does not sit well with me um you know like i said if it's a problem and i can fix it i'll do my best to fix it but if i don't know that there's a problem that exists i can't fix it so yeah. I I don't nope, appreciate I don't appreciate this and until further notice this person will not be on this airspace. Um, who? because of those Tell actions. Me who. 
Tell me I that. will message you. I will message you. Okay. I hate when yeah, you guys that's the mean that's the you know what? I really hate when anybody does it, but I hate it more when you guys do it because it's I mean, you're sitting there talking about the person, have the balls to mention their name, whether they deserve it or not. You well, know, you're going to sit here and talk their shit. When I am talking, when I am talking, you're not. Okay? That the, you don't be like mean girls in high school and keep everybody in suspense like that. If you can't say their name, don't bring it up. I'm sorry. That's what I was taught. Well, if you're going to... You're going to talk their shit. You're going to talk their noise have, and have the balls to do it. Have the balls enough and respect enough for the person, no matter if you have respect for them or not, you'd say their name. Yeah, but hold up. Okay. I I think that... Um, say my name, is, say my name. Go ahead, Jess. No. If they, if they uh, have malicious reasons... Then they don't deserve the added press, and if there is something going on that is out of their control, they don't deserve the bad press. So, like, like, I don't know. They just don't deserve. I don't know. I mm-hmm. until you know the situation more. I mean, if there's a reason to flame them, then we'll flame the hell out of them. And it's not a problem, but. I definitely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, um, and I, I just don't like talking to people's shit without saying their name. That's all. Well, I can agree with that, and I I agree and I don't agree. Um, I don't know. I just had some shit years ago back in Wisconsin you know what? I don't even care anymore because I'm better than that. I got better. And I grew up better in this business. Frankie from Brew City Wrestling, who treated me with nothing but disrespect, always, always came at me the wrong way. And after the fact, I left that company, got better, wrestled at better places. He then kept talking shit, telling people, hey, don't use this kid, all because of my past. You know, I had a, I'm not going to lie, I had a drug past, a drug problem in the past. I got through that. I graduated drug court. I moved on. Um, This fucking guy couldn't, can't even move on. You know, he can't get past the past. And uh, all he does is just talk trash about me. And, uh, Hell, screw him. Look where I'm at now. I'm wrestling everywhere that I never dreamed I was going to wrestle. And and, and you're going to see if he can come to Canada. Remember, oh, you have homework. That. You have uh, homework. Yes, I do. And that will that okay. trip will happen. Excellent. You have homework to see if you can come. And it's only a phone call away. So, yes. yes. Okay. Well, yeah, Katie has a fun story about Frankie. Um, yeah, this fucking idiot, okay, we'll just call him Frankie Casino because he reminds me of a fucking guy that I punched out at a party one night because I, wa- I walked into the, it was a backyard do, and I walked in and all of a sudden, I don't even know this guy, okay? Who the fuck is that fucking whore? What are you doing here, you fucking punch? The whole night, okay? So my, my husband goes to the beer store and I punched him in the face. Anyways, this fucking asshole, asshat, motherfucking goof, it's not a nice word in 
Don't ever say goof in Canada or you get punched out. It's, it's a go word. Anyways, he decided on my motherfucking airspace. I can say my airspace. Can I not, Sean? Can I say that? Can yes, I, can you I, can. I can. yes, you can. All right. He did this on my airspace with my boys. And if my boys were here with me, they would have been holding me back if we were all sitting in a studio because you would have heard me beat this guy on air. Women are a novelty attraction. Yeah, he said this on Ladies' Night of all nights. Ladies' Night is the on one, uh, one Wednesday night. a week. The one Wednesday of a month that we have the ladies on and interview the ladies. Well, he decides he's going to come on, and I don't think women should be booked every month. They're a novelty. They're a sideshow attraction. And I'm sitting there literally. I don't even have to have the camera on with Katie because I can see the smoke coming out of her. Because he's hit, and, and Sean's messaging. They're both messaging at the same time in our host chat. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Please, please, Katie, yeah. no. No, Katie, no. No, Katie, no. Katie, tactful. You, <laughs> you, use, use your mental health skills, please. Please, 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 tactful. Use, so I just use the right you know, word. So, yeah, so I did. I brought, up, I brought up a lot of very wonderful women names. I can't, I can't give them to you right now, but I brought up a, a dossier of amazing women wrestlers, and he shut his hole. I said, so are women still in novelty? <laughs> yeah. And then he got on and then he got on his Facebook and bashed us. Then he got on his Facebook afterward and bashed us, and I was like, hey, Frankie, uh, you know that we still have some beef that's unsettled, right? And he's like, oh, what are you talking about, man? I was like, you, you don't think I don't know about all the shit that you've talked about me up in Wisconsin? Like, do you not realize that word travels? White bread and, America. White bread and, America is a very small state, okay? And uh, I never had a problem with DeFalco. I worked with DeFalco a couple times. That's he was helpful name. to me after after Ed Schumann died, uh, but we got into a situation. I booked a show here uh, with a teen center and booked the first one, and they wouldn't sign the contract, and then they promised me that the second one was going to take place, and it just so happened that DeFalco called me and was like, hey, I got Tommy Dreamer. I can get him for you at a good deal. So I called the teen center, and they gave me the approval to book it, and then turned around and pulled pulled the show. So DeFalco's still kind of mad about that, and still kind of mad about other shit, but that's that's the way he is, and that's why there's been an influx of so many other promotions to open around the area that he runs. And Bruce City still does okay, but it doesn't do near as good as what it did years and years and years ago. And that's just yeah. the truth of the matter. Yeah. yeah, you know, and then when, when people move on and try to do better in their lives, you you have guys like him that always try to shut you down, but... I never really let it get to me until uh, yeah. he called Jess out of the blue or uh, messaged her out of the blue talking trash about me, saying that uh, all this guy, yeah, saying this guy is uh, useless. And then it's like, you know what? My work speaks speaks for itself. I've been doing great. Everybody likes how how I bring what I bring to the table. And you know yeah. what? I learned if I you don't like it too bad. I'm doing my thing. It's what we bring to the table. It, it, yeah, it, it just it just remind it just reminds me of of models having cat fights over over um, <laughs> photographers, you know. So we'll go and tell lies and say that she'll do sexual favors and other stupid shit. You know, it's it's the same fucking thing. 
in every profession, you know. But what I want to ask you, and I've been dying to ask you, and it's my favorite question ever, but most of the time I ask the women this question, but I'll ask you, what in the motherfucking blue hell made you want to get in the ring for little to, little to no money and beat the shit out of another man and a man beat the little, living shit out of you and sometimes the moves look very, very... Sometimes the moves look like butt sex. Okay, you have to admit. Okay, so... And, and I mean... And, 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 and what made you want to want to have your face against some man's sweaty balls for some of those moves? Like, really, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me what um, possessed you to be a wrestler. What possessed me? Uh, I'll be yep. honest. Um... What possessed me was actually the the whole show itself, not just the athleticism, not the showboating and all that, just the presentation of wrestling itself. I mm-hmm. When I saw it live, I was like, the fireworks, the rings, the lights, everything, it brought my attention. So, uh, Titan and then once I started realizing what wrestling was, that's when I was like, I want to be that. I want to no, be that person. Here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> sorry. You, I was like, you hear I, pussy. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm, I always grew up idolizing three guys, Shawn Michaels, um, The Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Those three guys yeah. I, I idolized. And then... You're After young, high school, I'm th- Well, I'll be 35 I in forgot. May, so... I forgot you were younger than me. I thought we were... It's not a big deal. It's okay. <laughs> but, I mean, I idolized, I idolized those guys. They had certain attitude. They had certain things about them that, that stuck out to me. And I was like, you know what? I want to be that. And then once I started yeah. learning how to work, you know, I got I got trained by... Um, a handful of people that are are really great, like Silas Young, yeah. Rashi Brown, oh, uh, Angel Armani. Silas Young, sorry about oh. your damn luck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rashi? Oh, oh, no, he's nice. one of my favorites. Rashi, he's one of my favorites. Rashi. Not Rashi, but Silas. Rashi was for us, great guy. Yep, he we always taught me. Yeah, always. Other, yeah, other than the fact that uh, I'm, a, I'm gonna interrupt you for a minute, Cato. Other than the fact that uh, Mr. Silas Young decided he was gonna no show me for the second time in December of 2016, and that's pretty much when I cut all communications with Mr. <laughs> Silas Young. I was like, okay, you no showed me once in 2009, and now you no showed me again, and yeah. I had a high-profile match booked that got canceled because. He decided he was going to no-show. Now, granted, there was a snowstorm that day, but I don't believe his story to be true because he already fucked me over once. True. I mean, I just that's just the way it is. He was supposed to bring some trainees down. He was supposed to do the training seminar. I'm there. I got the ring set up. I got people signed up for the training seminar. No silence. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ra- Rashi Brown was the one who really taught me uh, – how to be a better person though his his attitude and the way his demeanor was he always taught me to be bigger than life uh, always always stand up for what you believe in and i always did and that's why i i feel like today from jess to all the people that helped me out that's what i i bring to the table just from what rashi told me a long time ago 
Well, and we uh, I've known Rashi for a long time. I used to go to Ed Schumann shows in Streamwood, and Rashi was there, and uh, one of the nicest guys you can ever meet, but a guy you certainly don't want to cross. And that's exactly. not just because of his size. That's just because that, that is one guy whose temper I have seen flare, and you don't want to be around it when it does. Uh, yeah. It, you know, he, he worked all three of my shows in 09 with Ed Schumann and uh, defended the NWA World Tag Team titles, and, and we had a lot of fun. And uh, we've had Rashi on this program before, so always a good time. All right, folks, it is time for our song break. We must take this and come right back. Ladies and gentlemen, all you have to do that are on this um, podcast is hang up if you're in calling in by phone and call right back. Um, okay, I'm going to do it. i got to do it. With that being said, we are going to take our song break, and we'll be back in about five minutes. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to Rampage Rants, Tuesday Night Turmoil, Live inside the ER.
Tax Refund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers, who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be a homemade wooden ring because, no, we can't afford a real, actual, safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance? You must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, Mommy, get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. And we are back. We are live in see inside the uh we excuse me. Go away, phone. <laughs> Nobody talking to you. Oh sign um, me up for that show. What and one? The tax refund wrestling show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, wa- I wanna <laughs> play I love this. I wanna play wrestler. But I love I love how how Steve M's and near you uh you know, you gotta let me do one. I can do. I can do a beautiful fucking southern accent. It's hilarious. <laughs> I gotta do um, yes, one. Yes. Well, it is that time again. Tax refund wrestling. It's ha- it's happening again in the year of 2019. Uh, but it's not happening around me because there's a lot of shows that, uh, or a lot of promoters that are looking into my talent that are supposedly coming back but have no dates announced yet. So well, what the hell? Uh, if if they want to come back bad enough, they'll they'll find a way, I'm sure. But um, you know that's uh, that's one of those things. Now part two of my shit list. Now the other thing is is if I attempt to book you, and then you back uh-huh. out of said booking, and then you come to way. me and you and then you come to me and go, oh well, I I would like to be booked again. Is there any room left? Months later, after all the booking has been done, um, it might be a special kind of stupid. Because if I offered the date to you once, and you took it and then backed out of it, chances are that, yes, I'm already full. And no, just because you're taking bookings in that month now doesn't mean that I'm going to book you now. At least for that event. When we're yes, full, it's available, we're full. but only at a quarter of your cost. <laughs> <laughs> Now that I might be, now, now, now that might that I might be able to consider, at a quarter of your cost. <laughs> and you're uh, jobbing out in ten seconds. Yeah, uh, you can only have a quarter of a hot dog. Matt Riddle, Matt, we're gonna make the Matt Riddle uh, so, okay. Cash's own so, Matt look a like a thirty-minute hot dog. Okay, hold on. So a quarter of a hot dog and a pinky handshake. What? Yes, that's exactly okay. it. Oh no. my. No mustard, no oh, ketchup, okay. no relish for you. Fuck you. You get nothing. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. So uh, our song break was Freak by Tetrack, and you heard our infamous tax refund wrestling. 
play the nine seven six for Andrew. I will play that here in a little while. Nice. We've got to play, we've got to play this one for Andrew first because uh, oh, there's not God. only tax there's not only tax refund wrestling going around, but there's this one, and I don't think we've ever played this one for Jets. Okay. Have you ever wanted to become a wrestler, a referee, or a manager? Well, then you got to come and join us at Welfare Wrestling. We got some of the best trainers around. They've trained at Northwest Georgia Championship Wrestling, Southwest Florida Championship Wrestling, Alabama Championship Wrestling, and all them other there championship wrestlers. And we charge $10 worth of food stamps that our weekly show is behind Myrtle's Trailer Park. And that's what you get paid, food stamps. That way you can come and wrestle, and then you can go over to Floyd's and buy yourself that T-bone steak for $1.50. So come on down to one of our weekly training sessions, Monday nights, Wednesdays, right after church, and Friday nights. Come to the training camp right behind Goober Piles Gas Station, maybe area RFD. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Y'all come down now, yeah. Oh my god, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Okay, I, I still love them. And Wednesday after church. <laughs> I was just hey, about to pick my pants. Hey, it's down south. Wednesday Wednesdays are always church night, so I had to get well, I had to get that was, in there. It was youth youth group night was was Thursday night. That's what I remember. And I think yeah, they had Friday fellowship. Well, I'm pretty sure they had Wednesdays as well. well yeah, well, see, well see, in the South Midweek in the South Midweek Bible services on Wednesday night. So well, out. speaking of Bible service, there used to be a wrestling company in Illinois that Andrew never knew about, and neither did Jess, by the name of Revolution Wrestling. So we'll play this one for good old time's sake. Oh, fuck you. Where's my Brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? I said, brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? But you don't want to pay the dues of actually going through real training. Going from town to town, setting up rings, putting them down, and actually learning how to do these things. Well, you don't have to, because hallelujah, you can come to Revolution Wrestling, and you can learn using our patented training method of watching Raw and SmackDown and trying to learn those moves. And if you get hurt, well, we don't have no insurance, but by golly, I'm a minister, and I do have connections with the man upstairs, and we will pray for you to get healed. Hallelujah. Now, if you want to become a professional wrestler and amaze and entertain your family and friends, we guarantee that you will be able to be a professional wrestler within just two weeks using our patented training methods. So come on down, join us at Revolution Wrestling. That's right, Revolution Wrestling, where we don't train by the normal methods. We like the backyard way best. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. And pass the offering plate, because we need your money. Amen. Hey, 
Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> fucking backyard again. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking backyard again. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the uh, favorite there's, uh, of children. There's another backyard wrestling company running around a certain area of Illinois. And oh, Katie, I swear shine. after, after I play this one, I'll play your 976. I this your fucking ass. is the Cooter Hills Wrestling Alliance. Uh, you want to be a professional wrestler, but are tired of waiting to hit the ropes? You feel like you're ready to wrestle in the main event just by watching an episode of SmackDown? Well, come to the Kaj Hills Wrestling Alliance, where no experience is necessary. Step in our ring, spend as much or as little time as you want, get yourself ready, and we'll book you in all our events. Only you know best when you're prepared to conquer the world. Don't spend months and years slaving under arrogant prima donna veterans who have you pay put up and take down the ring. Join us CHWA and you'll be wrestling front millions when we broadcast your matches live online. CHWA, where training is optional because we share your desire to live your fantasy right now. Call us today. She, Nancy doesn't care about cigarette smoke. So, wow. uh, yes. That is a real company. Uh, what's sadder is there are supposed legitimate companies and that area of Illinois that are booking these guys thinking they're legitimately trained when they're self-trained and we wonder why the state of the wrestling business is the way it is in the state of Illinois. Um, then we have promoters and, and I'm, I'm going to get your honest opinion on this, but before I do that, I want to go over everyone's nicknames for tonight. We have Katie cat bar. Uh, the girls have decided they're going to call me Dick sponge. Don't ask why. Well, uh-huh. it was, it, okay, well, I've never seen your dick, so I don't know if it has a freckle on it, but I know you're a dick sponge. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, I've got oh, yeah. the Jets Blues. We've got uh, Mr. Kane himself, the walking Kane. And we've the walking, got the Kato Diet. Walking Kane. The Kato Diet. The walking Kato Diet. <laughs> I don't I, I, I would have called it the Cato Nine, but that's that's the Cato diet's funny as hell. Cato uh, Cato honey, you're looking hey, that's fine. The one. Maybe you should Cato, you that's are looking fine. Wait. Shut hey, up, I'm talking. It's... I'm going on about the Cato diet. Shut up, it's my turn. <laughs> okay. I'm talk about it all the all the spam I get in my email box about that thing. Oh my god. <laughs> huh. uh, I just I I liked it and see the Cato. It's a good diet, but yeah, man. Yeah, you should be suing. You should be suiting the Cato diet since your name is Cato and it's spelled the exact same way. You should sue them for copyright. I would sue them for copyright. Get somebody to get get a, get a cool lawyer to do it pro bono and go. Doesn't sound like a bad idea. <laughs> do it. Um, Make lawyers. And then, and then you have promoters like the one you worked for, Cato, this past June. Uh, that think it's a good idea to book everybody at uh, right outside of an adult entertainment film store, an adult accessory store, and, and glory a holes. city bar. Glory holes. Glory holes with yes, sticky glor- floors. Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's your, old, that's your uh, former buddy, uh, Jimmy Smoot, who decided he was going to run that show all ages, which is why we oh. got on his ass the way we did. Not because... That that was not okay. You know, I I, I did the show uh, 
I I I do gotta tell you it was kind of kind of boring in a way. I mean, the only thing that I personally liked was actually just going back in the strip club and drinking. But, <laughs> oh fuck you! You watch the girly dance. You can shut your hole. <laughs> actually, you know what? To be honest, I, that strip club. I watched the girly dance. <clears throat> That strip club alone was actually one of the better strip clubs that I've ever been in in my entire life. They don't let their girls drink or get fucked up before they dance. Oh, wow. Our girls, man, they're they're drinking and, and doing coke and selling coke. Okay, like, but then again, our <laughs> girls go straight. Our girls go straight naked on stage. You guys got to go to the private room to see pink. So, yeah. <laughs> well, those girls did too. You only but, have titty bars. No, well, well, yeah, I mean, unless you're me, I mean, but. <laughs> yeah, well, unless you're me, too, okay? I, I mean, there's ones that didn't go, go down to pink on stage, but they'd see me in Perv's row, and, well, I was the only one that would get to see the pink. Like, there was this one, but, oh, but my favorite one, this one place I used to go to, my cousin owned it, and this is how I found out that I got it, why I got away with murder. This one girl, okay, she didn't really like showing her pussy, so what she did is she added um, small white silk flowers to her pussy piercing, okay, to cover it up. But what she'd do is she'd pick one guy in, in Pervert's Row, and she did it to me twice, and she'd move, and move the drinks and everything else, and she'd do a headstand in your lap, so you'd be the only one that gets to see her pussy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and I uh, and every time I was there, I was the one that got the spread. Nice guy. What a lovely vase you have, ma'am. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, and but but she's but she douched with vinegar every for every dance, right? So she smelled like fish and chips. So like, it, but other than that, man, I just I just tell her I just I tell her that's a beautiful garden you have there, Mary. <laughs> Hi there. So you want to get into professional wrestling? Perfect segue. You just don't know how to do it. Well, I can show you how. All you have to do is dial 1-976-R-A-S-S-L-E-R. That's 1-976-RASSLER. I'll teach you the ins and outs, the ups and downs. Everything you need so that you can just explode onto the rest of the scene. Just remember that number. It's one Nine seven six R A S S L E R. That's one nine seven six Rattler. Make sure you call today. I'll be waiting for you. Calls to one nine seven six Rattler are twenty nine ninety five per second. All major credit cards are accepted. And we are back, and we're going to talk some more wrestling right now. I'm going to give you some news about uh, the upcoming events with uh, Steve and I's company. And uh, before I do that, I want to announce that next Saturday night in Havana, Illinois, it is Midwest Impact Pro. Okay, you just turned all the candles off. Midwest Impact Pro's birthday bash. 
It'll be at the Havana Park District in Havana, Illinois, with a 7 p.m. bell time. It will feature not one, but two WWE and, well, I'm just going to call them wrestling legends because they were known for other things other than WWE. And that is Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. and a member of the Samoan Dynasty family, Samu. Who Samu actually still owes us an interview, so I'm I'm gonna be uh, backing him into a corner and making him give us a date for Sweet. Uh, our Wednesday night show, and that'll be next yeah. uh, next Don't Saturday. Don't even get me started on Sabu because like I could not Sabu Sabu. No. Oh Samu, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Samoan, uh, not fake, not fake Arabian. Carry on. Carry on. Um, that'll be next Real Saturday. Samoan, not fake Arabian. Anybody that's looking for a training seminar in the Illinois area, come and check out uh, one being offered by Midwest Impact Pro. It will be with Head Shrinker Samu, and the cost of that is $40. You can hit up the Midwest Impact Pro Facebook. It starts at p.m. Check-in is 2 p.m. And, uh, guys, I've been keeping this under wraps for as long as I could. But I will be at Birthday Bash next week, and I don't think anybody knows what I got in store for Midwest Impact Pro or the Birthday Bash. You guys don't even know. I do. You, I do. Well, yes, yes, just yes, you know. You know. Yeah. Nobody else knows. So you're going to have to be there live to find out what the sadistic one is bringing to the uh, – can Can I say this now? Because I don't, I don't think they have the, the – uh, trademark to it anymore so i'm going to say this uh you're all going to have to be there to see what i have to bring to the impact zone <laughs> and if you're not there you're gonna miss out i don't know if they can so. even afford i don't even know if they can afford a trademark to anything anymore <laughs> we'll get to that in one there. second um, yeah. And then obviously Steve and I's next event uh, It's been a long time coming But it will be RWF Rebellion Rising On Saturday night, June the 1st At the VFW in Pontiac, Illinois Doors open at 6pm Bell time is 7pm Now I will tell, let everybody in On a little secret Earlier this week our Facebook ad Campaign started yeah, hold the uh, Campaign started And it's already it's already making huge waves, so I would get your tickets for this thing sooner rather than later. Again, this is a limited seating event. There are only 60 front row available, actually 58 remaining right now, and 170 general admission. When those are gone, that's it. I'm not having the fire marshal come in and shut us down. I won't do standing room only. When those seats are filled, that's it. You will have to buy the DVD or be there uh, at intermission when we put tickets on sale for September. And um, we just signed a huge signing today for September. Um, And I'll have some news about that tomorrow night. I'm not going to announce that just yet because the the deal is uh, still in the negotiation process. But it's going to be another huge signing from RWF. And uh, we'll we'll definitely have some news on that tomorrow. Bless you. Sorry, it is it escaped. Oh. Um, so it's uh, 
June 1st, September 14th. They're the only events scheduled for the Illinois Valley area this year. Now, uh, we we did break the news last week that supposedly Dreamwave Wrestling is coming back and supposedly Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme is coming back, and we're going to let Cato continue to talk about that. Uh, we had one gentleman that was there on here that uh, pretty much said that he was pissed the entire time because he's a married man, he's a Christian man, and he would have never taken a booking at a, that kind of establishment. Um, I wouldn't take one was- there either. It was it was very unique and awkward, I'll tell you like that. Um, but so you were at the strip club one? Yes, I, I did do the strip club one. It was very, very awkward. I did meet a couple cool dudes, um, but at the same time, it was just very, very awkward to, to wrestle like outside. <clears throat> Most most of all outside where everybody could probably just sit in the parking lot and watch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not. I mean, if you're doing it outside, sure you have your ticket holders, but you're going to get people that are going to be able to see it for free too. Exactly. That's always been my issue with outdoor shows. I've done outdoor shows mm-hmm. that have worked. I have done other outdoor shows that have been absolute massacres yeah. for that reason and that reason alone. I did one with Big Daddy years ago where we mm-hmm. had sections of lumber walls built to put around the whole parking lot and they wouldn't let us use them because it was a site sore. And I said, well, what would you rather have me having customers complaining that, you know, they're paying to see this and being on the right side of the gate while everybody else is standing on the other side of the gate watching for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was it was because of that reason. I told the promoter, I said, look, if they're not going to do business the right way, then we cut them out of our tour schedule. Because this, this was at the point he was running out almost every fucking weekend. I was getting paid damn good money to work for him at this point, too. And that that was one of the reasons I was there. But I made the call. I was like, if they're not if they're not going to do something to stop people from not paying and still being able to see all of this then we don't need to come back here because it's, yeah. it's bad business on my end. If I continue to do it, if I'm, whether I get paid to do the show here or not. Exactly. Yeah. That, that um, I, I, uh, uh, yeah, right. it's like I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. Okay. Mm-hmm. I knew Jimmy for a very, very long time. And um, he can be a very nice guy, but, he was really wrong on how he ran that show and how he did this show. Um, wasn't satisfied, wasn't happy, but, you know, sometimes shit happens. And uh, I even told him personally, I said, dude, you can't do that no more. That shit's not cool. Can't have an all-ages show at a strip club. It's not right. You know. No, and that that was our biggest bitch. I would have left him alone if it would have been for that. Uh, other than the fact that he kind of fucked me over in a way, he was going to put money into my company when he came into it. And the next thing I know, he's bought out another local company and he's got his own ring and now launching his own company. And his first move is to bring back Beast. And there's a long history with me and Beast. And and when I called him on the bullshit, he, his way of retaliating to me calling him on his bullshit was... Uh, going out there and posting my HIV status all over Facebook, and we called him on that, and his show suffered because of it. 
He drew he drew uh-huh. he drew less than forty people, and then had had the nerve to come to me and be like, "Oh, it was such a success." And I said, "Then why did it lose money?" Oh, sometimes as a promoter, you have to lose money. No, you don't. If you know what no. you're doing, you don't have to lose money. No, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I, I and mean, the shittiest part, like, and the, and the yeah, shittiest part is, I I was stuck in the middle, and uh, honestly, I wasn't happy. My friend wasn't happy. That drove me up there, and it was, it was just a big clusterfuck, you know. And mm-hmm. I uh, I just didn't like it at all. Now, does that make him a bad guy? No, but it makes him not a good business person. Or a right. great person at all. Right. Yeah. A, a, a I mean, it's... you got to understand, you know, if you're going to do an all ages show, definitely you have to not make sure a it's appropriate. Yeah. Right. You got to make sure it's 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 appropriate for all ages. It just can't be for you know, like eighteen yeah, and up. Exactly, and that's mm-hmm. and that's what really bugged me. Like I didn't, I don't mind doing things for my my friends. But right. when it comes to when it comes to hurting the business, that hurt, you know. Well, and, and I, I warned people that's all it was going to be. When I learned the location of that event, I was like, "Oh God, this is this is not going to be pretty." And you know, now yeah. now he's going to come back and and he's going to do the same. He's going to make the same mistakes again. And he's going to get into a building that wants way too much money. And I know this because I've already talked to the building he's looking at. And now yeah. he's contacting my tail. And I heard he reached out to you and, and Jess. And, and Jess told me that he kind of put a bug in her ear about me. And it's like, do you realize what I just did for her by taking care of Country Boy Zach? Or exactly. having Country Boy Zach taken care of? Like... I don't see his stupid ass lining up to do anything like that. Exactly, and and to be quite honest, I I'm not gonna lie. I I have a hard. I have a I have a good, really good temper. Like when things don't go the right way, I let people know. And I had to back away from that because I know I'm a. I was a professional boxer for five years, and I still have federal. You know, a federal license. So if I break that kid's nose or do something to somebody that I'm going to seriously get in trouble, and I don't want that, you know, I'm trying to stay away right. from that shit. I don't want the beef. I don't want the drama. But I told that kid, I said, you either apologize to her or later on down the line, something's going to happen to you. And, well, hey, fucking kid didn't want to apologize. Well, so what? Now he got his ass whooped and, hey. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure his ribs are still hurting after after the multiple splashes that the asylum laid on him. And the asylum, if I had to be a betting man, I would say that they're at least, at bare minimum, 275 pounds apiece, and they did a double splash on the kid. So, yeah, I'm oh. pretty sure his ribs are still hurting. Okay, boys. Okay, boys and girls. Um, I'm afraid of the dark, and I got a dark ho- house to go home to with barely any candles and, and a lantern and a sleeping husband. So I'm gonna be alone. So I'm gonna spend that the rest of my time walking the dog and uh, yeah, trying not to have anxiety in the dark. Oh okay? boy. Because it's yeah, been a nice storm, and I, I don't know. A transformer actually blew. Um, my my friend Becca. And and her sister and cousin saw it blue, 
saw it blow. I've seen it. It's really pretty. It looks like fireworks, but it's not cool. So uh, we don't know when it's going to be fixed. And I have I have lizards to worry about, and I want to make sure. I might even wrap them both in, in um, towels tonight. So I have to make sure they're okay. Because well, I, you, know, you take water, care of what you need to take care yeah, of. Yeah, because the, the hot yeah. water heat, you know, hot hot water heat only lasts as long as the pump is pumping, right? So, mm. and the pump's not pumping. So well, I better go be walk safe. the dog. Oh, I'm, I, I live, I'm, right, I'm right across the street, and where I walk my dog is right out back of my building. It's okay. Okay, and I won't be alone walking my dog. I've got Ashley with me, and she's just as fierce as I am. And, Andrew, you know how fierce I am already. So it's all good. <laughs> hey, Blue. I'll... Blue? Yeah. Okay, I'll, ta- I'll, I'll talk to you soon. If I don't video call you tonight, I'll talk to you when I can, all right? Yes, ma'am. Love you much. I'll, I'll love you more. Talk to you soon, guys. I, I love you all. Great show. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Love you too. I'll talk to you yeah. later. Thanks for keeping me sane in the dark. <laughs> Good night. All right. No problem. Um, I don't think we're going to get into SmackDown and Raw just for the simple fact that I really don't feel like covering it. Uh, but we will say this about it. Uh, it was up and down and all over the place, both last night and tonight, based on what I I saw and what I've read that yeah. uh, happened. Um, and we've yeah. got the news yeah. now for um, – Impact Wrestling's debut on the Pursuit Network, and it was less than 13,000 viewers. 12,000, and this and this past Friday night, 10,000 people. And they just came off a network where they were where they were averaging 100,000 viewers. Jesus Christ! So, yeah, so, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, so let's let's uh let's put it this way. Um AEW's gonna have uh quite a bit of uh free agent talent to be uh looking at here pretty soon, I'm convinced of that fact. Well why well, I think that's crazy is Kato and I shot a I mean, commercial for a TV show or for a a show we shot a commercial got 2,000 views, so if we can get 2,000 views as independent wrestlers, I'm not sure why Impact can't get more than 10,000. Well, it's because they're on channels that nobody gets. That's the problem. And even with, uh, even with Joe and on Twitch, they're not, get, they're not getting that many people on there. So, I mean, seriously, it's just, I mean, it's, it's Guys making bad business decisions all the way around on this thing, and it just is constant, and it's and it's showing. I mean, they're standing up there pulling their pants down and uh, and bearing their bottoms to all of us. That's that's how bad that's how bad it is at at Impact right now. Well, and it's space, and they've got to know it. They've got to know it up there in Canada that they're falling flat on their face. It's just the fact that they just can't seem to figure out how to pick it up. I mean, they've got some really decent talent. I mean, come on. You know, Eli Drake, um, Cage, the Lucha Brothers, Tessa, Taya, Jordan Grace, our, our good friend, you know, there's a there's a lot of top notch talent, but they just don't seem to be able to know 
how to make a TV deal that will get them the viewers necessary to where they're just at this point now, it's a case of surviving, let alone thriving as a company. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they've even lost, they even lost their uh, cooperative deal with Japan. Oh, that's how, that's how bad really? it is. Yeah, I mean, you notice uh, they haven't had any of their uh, um, their guys from in the last uh, several in the last several months. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and it's it's just going to get worse with all elite coming in. So, you know, that's that's just the way it's going to be. Uh, we're going to take the next. Uh, let's see here. 25 minutes, and we're going to have a little bit of fun here. Um, Obviously, you know, as I said before, if you're listening to this and you're even anywhere close to the Pontiac area, you need to get your tickets for June 1st immediately because they're going to start going. They are. Ooh, that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, They're already starting to go. And, you know. When they're gone, they're gone. That's it. Yeah. Sorry hey, about your luck. Talk we about Roman about Reigns, Roman Reigns 2.0. I don't know who that is. I don't know what's going. I, I have no idea what that means. Charlotte. Roman. That's what that's oh, what, that's what everybody's calling. That's what everybody's calling her after last night. They're 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 slamming her. They're slamming her and Vince online. They're calling her Roman Reigns 2.0. And saying, why are they, you know, putting her in this match and, you know, screwing Becky over? Well, because Becky is legitimately injured and is not going to be able to make the WrestleMania appearance. So, who else are you well, going to put in there? Nothing, nothing says nothing says that yet. But I mean, yes, she is legitimately injured. We know that. Um. So, you know, that's so that's you know, so that's one thing. Oh wow. I am just finding I am just finding something out here. Fellas, I'm gonna I'm gonna Lana, uh, I'm gonna Lana say is, this, uh yes, it's been a, uh, it's been an honor being on your guys' show. I'm gonna get off this thing so I can get ready and get my stuff ready for the morning. I have, I have to hit the train at six. So Oh, yeah, that'll come, yeah. That'll come oh, perfectly. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, thanks <laughs> well, for being I, on here. really appreciate it, man. Hey, guys, I appreciate that too, man. Um, anytime I'll bounce on and uh, join you guys for more conversations. All right. You got it. You got it. You you, you guys have a good night, man, and uh, keep it up, man. I like this show. All right. Thank you. All right. Yep, bye. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. All right. And now, well, that he's hung, and now that he's hung up, I can unmute my phone so there's not an echo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, wow. So wow. we've got our three hosts with us. We've got we've got the walking cane, as I've called him tonight. Dick Sponge, as Jess and Katie have called me for the evening, and uh, what I like to refer to her as, I've got the Jess blues. 
<laughs> yep. So, um, we're gonna we're not gonna talk about uh, SmackDown or Raw. Uh, they were what they were. Um, right. They, they are scrambling at this point, and it's it's gonna get it's gonna get worse before it gets better. I think the word you were looking for was lame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's um, definitely gonna get worse before it gets better for the simple fact that. Yeah. All Elite Wrestling is coming in. They're going to have a TV deal. It's going to steal some of their their diehards, uh, maybe. We'll see about that because it's two completely different styles. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we know wrestling fans well enough to know that when there's a new thing in town, that new thing draws a new set of eyes. So, right. um, I think that the, I think that all elite will be fine with that. It's just, it, I mean, my only concern is you can only do these pay-per-views for so long before the sizzle wears off. And it's like one of our friends right. said, everybody who traveled for all in one, everybody will travel for double or nothing. Uh, they might even travel for all out, but after all out, it's going to, it's not going to be the same. People aren't going to be traveling from the other side of the world to kind of be at one of their pay-per-views. They'll wait until the right. big one happens and come then. Right. Right. Um, that's so. just the way it is. Yeah. But hey, I'm I'm looking at uh, a, a post that uh, Lana uh, um, made on Instagram, and it's uh, from part of uh, the uh, Chasing Glory podcast uh, that uh, she and Rusev were on were with Lillian Garcia where they've been talking about their uh, frustrations with the company. And if uh, you haven't heard, um, they have been dropped from the upcoming season of Total Divas because, according to Kevin Dunn, people don't like them. Well, um, Lana is uh, Lana related a story to Lillian Garcia, um, she's dyslexic. She basically was not able to read until she was 10 years old. Um, so she's on a 1% wow. learning ability. So wow. she, as she says, she learns slower, she processes things slower. And so she was getting bullied by the teachers in school. So I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna have to pick this one up because um, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, you know there's a lot of speculation because of course um, Lana and uh, and Rusev have been talking about their frustration with WWE and how much. They didn't want to lose Aiden English, but the writers took Aiden English away from them, and now he's uh, right. sitting around in a suit, being part of a commentary team on uh, on the on the other uh, dead horse they got called Two Hundred Five Live. Um, no kidding. And they've and they've pitched stuff. They've pitched stuff. They pitched stuff. Uh, in fact, uh, apparently in the uh, during this broadcast, uh, Lana just breaks down into tears because she is that frustrated with the company. So, 
how I would not be surprised if at some point uh, we read that uh, they asked for their release or if like uh, like Dean Ambrose, who, by the way, folks, went off script last night. He was supposed to say a lot more I saw than, that. What he, than what he said to, to uh, Rollins last night. Um, but uh, he just, uh, I mean... Now it's 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 gay it's getting to the point. I mean that uh, you know these guys are these guys are getting sick of the stuff that's going on over there, and you know Vince is no longer going to be the only game in town. Right. And you know and he's and he's already flopped out because. Uh, he is not going to. He is not going to be the only off-season football league. For those who did not see it um, this past weekend, Lions of American Football began their inaugural season, and they're using and they're using guys that uh, were recently playing in the NFL, plus college draft picks. So you know. What's Vince going to have left to pick over for uh, for 2020 with the with the XFL? Not much at this point. Uh, you guys keep talking. I am uploading a classic Jim Cornette, Kevin Dunn speech because Jess has never heard it. And with Kevin Dunn being ripped on, this has merit to be played again tonight. It's been a while since yeah. we like. Right. Cornette go right. on one of his tirades so, on this program. So um Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I and I'm gonna and I am gonna go ahead and promote a little um uh, little something. I don't normally promote streaming services and that. Um but uh we're trying a uh, thirty day uh tryout of Amazon Prime and uh we may be sticking to it. Uh, I was sitting around I've been there's a there's a lot of uh Non WWE wrestling videos on there. Uh, we were sitting around uh, the other night uh, watching some classic uh, USWA. Uh, Mr. Hughes, Jeff Gaylord, Gaylord's pants splitting on the TV match, and uh, thank God he had a pair of trunks on underneath, or that could have really been embarrassing. Um, but, uh, huh. you know, Buddy Landell. Got to miss that guy, uh, Tommy Rich, the Rock and Roll Express with with act with the actual music that they came into the ring to, not uh, nice. some generic crap that uh, that uh, WWE plays. Uh, you know, has uh, put over the original because they don't want to have to pay the royalties. Just like uh, you know, if you if you watch their uh, if you watch their uh, Mid Atlantic episodes. Um, you notice that uh, Jimmy Valiant come. They they have some weird sort of Zats honky talk playing with him, and he came into the Manhattan transfer version of the classic song "Boy from New York City." So, you know, um, there, so there's a lot of good stuff. I was on Saturday. I was watching a uh, documentary um, from uh, that uh, about uh, some. Girls uh, trained to be wrestlers at the uh, PWX school outside of Pittsburgh. So there, that was some that was some good stuff. 
I, you know, like I say, I don't normally promote, uh, I wouldn't normally promote a streaming service somewhere, anywhere, but, um, you know, if you're going to pay twelve ninety nine a month, give them a try. Give them a try. You get your first All 30 right. days free. Here we go. Uh, I load. I uploaded two clips. If they're the same clip and one's longer, we'll deal with that. Um, keep talking. I'll wait for this other clip to uh, finish processing because if they're the same, I can play the longer one and then not play the shorter one, so it's not a double take. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, Sean, 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 you scared me. I know, I know, I know. But this has merit tonight, Please and we know that Kevin Dunn is a piece of shit. Kevin Dunn is the reason that wrestling no longer exists on WWE programming. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Kevin that's, likes that's, them on uh, Total Divas. That's why they're cutting them. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Dunn is just, you know, he's garbage. He is garbage. He wasn't smiling again, folks. Um, God, it was just, it was it was never ending. It was never ending with the personal issues of a guy who was making 750 grand a fucking year. Go ahead. Patriot. With Del Wilkes. This the Patriot thing is now. Is this going to play off the USA Canada thing? Are they trying to have a groundswell with patriotism? Well, here's the thing, and I don't even remember who who recommended Dell or how they originally started talking. But when I see Dell Wilkes, the Patriot, which was a, a gimmick that he'd been doing in, in Japan for quite a while, he had a great body. He had years of experience. He could do a fucking good promo. His outfit, his his gimmick looked good his mask was colorful he was a good guy he was dependable he'd show up and do what he was asked to do uh every quality and we needed top new top baby faces so when he became on the radar i I was pushing for him to be used as as good as he could be used it wasn't my idea to bring the company although I, i wouldn't uh, deny that uh, responsibility, but I'm not taking credit for it. It wasn't me. But once I saw, hey, we're getting the Patriot, I said, let's use this motherfucker. And it played right into the U.S.-Canada thing, but that's what led to, as a matter of fact, my God, the very next week, Halifax, Nova Scotia, on Monday, July 21st, is where I about pulled Kevin Dunn over the fucking table in a production meeting, which I think we've told the story. But Tell it again. <clears throat> well, see, here's the thing. The Patriot had just started, right? I don't even think he was on house shows. He wasn't on that house show. So the point is, we've just got this guy, and he's just starting to get over. But the Hart Foundation group didn't like him. He didn't have any political allies, because for some reason or other, the Hart's, Davey uh, Davey or Owen, whoever, didn't want to work with him. I don't remember why. But at the same time, nobody in... Shawn Michaels' group, his faction, gave a shit about Dell. Dell was just coming to do his job and try to get over as a talent. So in this country, it was great boo Shawn My, uh, you know, cheer for Shawn Michaels and boo Bret Hart in this country, and in Canada, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Cheer for Bret Hart, boo Shawn Michaels. But I said, this guy's only been around for a week or two. We, we were at the production meeting in Halifax. I said, why do we want him to come out and get 
booed out of the building, even in Canada, and have the Hart Foundation do this shit to him where he doesn't get any rebuttal, he doesn't get any comeback. He's booed by the fans. You're going to have him beat up. I can't remember what the specific details were. Somewhere or another, Patriot is just going to go out and get shit on that night by everybody. Now, they've booked Raw in Halifax, Nova Scotia. For those of you who have been to Halifax, A, it's an hour even ahead of Eastern time. B, if you didn't go to fish or hunt, you're fucked. And also, you can't get there. They flew us in on Saturday morning because a Saturday night stay ticket was was cheap. Otherwise, it was $2,000 a piece. I'm like, you found this out after you fucking booked it? So we all had to go to Halifax fucking Nova Scotia on Saturday morning for a Monday night live television show. So as the Sunday night uh, production meeting comes, I've already been sitting in this hotel for a day and a fucking half after a flight to Nova Scotia. Got to be there for another day just for one fucking television show. So we're discussing this, and there's Kevin Dunn, and there's Jim Ross, and there's Bruce Pritchard, and there's me, and there's Vince McMahon, and there's whoever else is in the room. I'm I'm sure Russo's there, yes. And I said, guys, I don't understand why we're doing this, you know, in this way to the Patriot. He's going to get shit on. He's going to get beat. He's not looking good. Why the fuck are we burying this new top baby face? And then they start going to the Sable T-shirt spot, and and I keep bringing it back because I just want somebody – a, to resolve this, and B, give me one good reason why we have to bury the fucking guy. But they keep changing fucking topics to the T-shirt spot or Sable or whatever the fuck. And so finally I said, well, I'm still wondering about the Patriot. And Kevin Dunn goes, you know, Jim, I find you tiresome. I looked at him, I said, you know what I'm tired of, motherfucker? I'm tired of them Bucky Beaver fucking teeth of yours. And I stand up and I say, and I'm going to pull you across this goddamn table beat the fuck out of you, which, folks, I'm not Ken Shamrock. I'm not Randy the Natural Couture, but I can whip Kevin Dunn, especially in those days because I was younger and had better knees. And I, as that happens, everybody starts laughing. The old, It's like the guy's going to stand up and say something, and it's a joke, right? And everybody starts laughing except for Jim Ross, who knew that I was really about to grab Kevin Dunn and pull him over the gut because I just snapped. I just snapped. I was fucking done. And Jerry's like, no, no, no. I said, no, fuck this fucking shit. When you guys want to talk about some fucking wrestling, come get me. I'll be in my fucking room. And I left and goddamn went up to my fucking room and sat there for another fucking week or another day. seemed like a week before the goddamn show. And I got out of production meetings with Kevin Dunn for three weeks because he didn't want to be in the same room with me. And then it came to Jim from Vince McMahon, you've got to apologize to Kevin Dunn. He's a very important member of the team here. His father once saved the fucking TV tapes from his burning car trunk or whatever. So Kevin's got a job for life. So Kevin Dunn comes over to Vince's house, and we sit, just the two of us. Vince leaves us alone in Vince's dining room. And as I'm first and only time I've ever apologized to anybody when I didn't mean it, I, but at the same time, goddamn this fucking guy, he treated me like I was a guy that ran the Ferris wheel at the county fair, Ever since I'd fucking been there, the, the wrestling thing and the southern thing and the northern thing, and I was about fed up with this motherfucker. But Vince demanded it. Vince wanted me to. I work here, so I'm going to apologize to the guy. The fucking guy starts crying. But you don't understand. The kids in school, I was always teased about my t- And he started tears. I swear to God, on my mother's grave, Kevin Dunn cried while I was apologizing to him about knocking his Bucky Beaver fucking teeth that everybody talks about behind his back. And he was crying because the kids used to tease him in school. And he, he was, how could I be mad at the guy? He's crying at me. 
But at the same time, motherfucker, especially now since you make two or three million dollars a year since the stock scam, get your fucking teeth fixed. All right? Sorry. I digress. <laughs> it's almost silly to talk about rockabilly again at this point. But. <laughs> that was just one of the things Kevin Dunn did. That was the night all the St. Louis legends were there, the NWA champions, Harley, Briscoe, Dory, Terry, Luthez, Sam Muchnick, Gene Kaniski. Um, that was a fight I had with Kevin Dunn. <laughs> Jim Ross had booked all these guys as a tribute to St. Louis, which, by the way, in all these fucking crummy houses, it did 21,151 fans, a sellout, a record house, $212,550. Um, but anyway, we booked, Jim Ross booked all these legends, including Mr. Muchnick. Kevin Dunn, as we're writing the pay-per-view format and going over it, we included a package in the show. He said, let's do that before the show goes on the air. I said, why the fuck, we got all these guys here, people want to see them. Nobody's going to know who they are. Oh, God damn you, I hate you, motherfucker. I wish you'd just fucking drop over and burst into fucking flames. He said no one will know who they are. Nobody's going to know who they are. And, you know, it's the NWA. That's not our fans. God damn you. Just fuck you. Go away and die and leave us wrestling fans to our fucking enjoyment, Kevin Dunn, you motherfucker. So I fucking, I said, we will tell them who they are. So I went and got all my old St. Louis programs. Stuff goes back to the 50s. And I got fucking pictures. And I wrote voiceover copy. And I took it to the studio. And they did nice little, remember, 50-second or one-minute packages on the sure. guys. So as they were walked to the ring or walked to the ring, they played the packages. They got a great fucking response in St. Louis. The people who watched the fucking pay-per-view thought it was a great 10 minutes. It was a feel-good thing, especially in light of other things that had happened that day. And everybody enjoyed it. But no, Kevin Dunn, no, the six greatest NWA, living NWA champions, nobody's going to know who the fuck they are because they didn't. Goddamn come out with a bird on their arm or leading a fucking bulldog on a leash, you fucking bucky beaver motherfucker. I hate you to this day. Um, I have a question about those gentlemen. Yes. Do they get into a McMahon's ring and <laughs> truly feel honored by this, or are they doing this through clenched teeth for the city of St. Louis? I, well, I think, it, I, I think it, it was in St. Louis. It was a lot of people. It was, was Sam Muchnick was there. They were treated professionally and made to feel welcome. Even I don't know how much time Vince was spent with them, and I don't believe <laughs> Kevin Dunn went and got their autographs, but I sure did, got every single one of them. Uh, so it, I, I think they had a nice time. Uh, that, that is another thing that Kevin Dunn did. There, there are so many instances of Kevin Dunn not only fucking over Jim Cornette, but fucking over the wrestling business. Kevin Dunn, Dunn. It, it's insane. Well, Kevin Dunn, Dunn. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yep, truly it. sad and insane that somebody that has never been a wrestling guy to begin with could get that much influence over that business over a business like this. Yep. Exactly. exactly. I got one last clip to play. Uh, it's going to roll us into a little bit of overtime, but it'll be all right. We're only going to go about five minutes into overtime tonight. This is our good old, well, I did talk to him a couple times, 
This is Paul Bear and Jim Cornette on Kevin Dunn. But I made sure I was at WrestleMania. <laughs> I had lost like about 140 pounds the time WrestleMania had rolled around. But uh, they, they saved, they, you know, they saved my life. And I say they, uh, Vince, who's they? <laughs> they? They is McMahon and company. Yeah, it's always who, who's they? Explain yeah. they. Jimmy, yeah. you understand what I'm talking about. But <laughs> if you're talking to Vince or somebody in the office and you say, well, they told me to, who's they? It's always they. Don't ever say they. You know, say who it is, like Kevin Dunn. <laughs> Just say, they, you know. I don't know why Kevin Dunn never got sued for him right now. Now, girls out there, please, listen to me. You know, see, if you, you heard him in that truck, all the stuff that he says on the headsets. I so, can't understand him because treats, he's coming through those big front teeth how on he that ugly face. Of how it. he treats. I've been wanting to get this off my chest for so many years. Preach, brother, preach. Oh, glory. Kevin Dunn, I you. And you hate me. Vince wanted me, as part of that grinning position shit, he wanted me to go out into the, the ring truck and learn their part of the ring truck, too. That way I would know what was going on when I was trying to hook the, the ring and the ring truck together. Kevin Dunn didn't want me in that ring truck. He would always have a damn excuse why I couldn't go in that sacred tabernacle, the holy ring truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Hell Put your no. hands on the radio. This was first. You been out in the ring truck yet? You know why it was? It was because you might say the word wrestling production in conjunction truck. with a wrestling show. You might utter that dirty, filthy, obscene word wrestling that he hates so much, despite the fact that every penny Kevin Dunn has made, and there are a lot of pennies in that job, by the way, and all the money that's bought his house and all the money that supports his family is made from the wrestling business. He refuses to admit he's in it and tries to impart into his employees a hatred of anything involving professional wrestling because he is embarrassed because he thinks that one of these days he'll win a television Emmy as a big major television producer when in fact as a television producer he'd make a better television repairman. But not that I really thought about that at all. But anyway... I feel like I've just lost 30 more pounds. <laughs> I've been, I've oh, been harboring this hate. And seriously, I swear, Jimmy, I swear, and you know me. I, I can't. You don't hate a lot of people. No, I don't. But when you do it, you do it well. Exactly. And I swear, I can't sit here and name probably people, and on one hand, the people that I truly hate or had heat with in the business, and I've always hated Kevin Dunn. And obviously he hated me. He's, he's one of the biggest enemies of professional wrestling that the folks don't even know about. Because of his influence involved with television, he's one of the biggest enemies of professional wrestling and wrestling fans that, there, that exists anywhere because he is embarrassed by being involved in wrestling and so he chooses to pretend that he is not in the wrestling business and doesn't want to have anything to do with it. And if you say the word wrestling on his program, he'll make you go back and redo it. And I know that. Even though it ain't ballet. And it's not the Harlem Globetrotters. And he was a thorn on my side there. there. Yeah, pain in my ass. Exactly. It was a little bit lower. <laughs> but when they done the, the Tough Enough deal, you know, the, the, the Tough Enough reality show thing that they Well, that was, that, was, that was... He was in charge of all that. Yeah, Kevin pushed that. Did on the you ever that say... Was, that would cause people to know that somebody off the street can become a great superstar wrestler in no time because it doesn't take any effort. But they had the, you know, people established talent on the show, you know, this and that. You know, like Bob Holly kicking somebody's ass or something like that. <laughs> but did you ever see a manager that had been in the, with the company for 12, 13 plus years on that show? No, no, no. 
<laughs> we can't get protein on there, you know. They haven't done it. Well, here's another problem. You're from the South. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why that Jim Ross and I were a bad announced team. So, yes. Because even though everybody said that we were the best team maybe that they'd ever had do superstars or that we did a wonderful job on so-and-so, we're both from the South. And we have these pronounced Southern accents. You know both JR and I do. Now, if you're watching in Maine, maybe yes, but there are other people except those people involved in New York City, Kevin. And so JR and I couldn't be an announced team because we were too Southern. Right. Have you ever heard of anybody saying you're uh, too yeah. Minnesotan? <laughs> no. You're too Floridian? Uh, or too fat? But anyway, I, I here I go. I, I use that. I'm just stealing, taking that word again. Blessed, you know. I just I'm lucky that I didn't have a lot of heat with a lot of people in the business. And and I, I'm proud to talk about the few that I did. <laughs> and, and Kevin Dunn is one that a lot of people didn't know about. It was kind of a well, actually, the thing is, he is nobody. Nobody knows who he is. He's just a dangerous behind-the-scenes influence, uh, forcing wrestling out of the picture and forcing bogus horseshit, bullshit, sports entertainment, and tough enoughs and diva searches and strippers with big fake tatas and all that stuff that you don't like seeing on the show. Kevin Dunn loves it. Because it takes him out of wrestling in the real world. Now, Kevin, you can become a real boy. I hated him. Hated him. I fought with him all my life. Hated him ever since I've known him. He hates me. I hate him. Can't explain it to you enough. Love talking about it now. I resemble that remark. <laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely. And I, earlier I said that... He would knock your work when he didn't have a clue of a wrist lock from a wristwatch. And he would knock your work. I said as long as there's an Undertaker and a Kane character, there's always a possibility for Paul Bird to make a comeback one day. But after, exactly. after, after, after this, I don't think so. Well, there's always a possibility for a truck to run over Kevin That's Dunn and we don't be... Exactly. <laughs> Come on down the Mobile Horn. Come on down. I'm making yeah. sure today. Let him stop and lose. Well, first, there might not be, he, he wouldn't have them big teeth to eat them grits of that. Everybody down there, he can gum some grits. we got to send him a copy of this. This is this is going far and beyond entertainment now, and it's just actually making us What's childish. that lawyer's name? I guess we will get That, uh, that was probably, that, uh, when you got somebody like Paul Bear telling, saying that they, they hate a guy, you know that the guy shouldn't yeah. be a part of this business because Percy did right. not hate a lot of people. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Bill Moody was probably one of the kindest men that uh, has ever stepped foot inside of a wrestling ring. And for him to say something, that tells you how bad they are. <sighs> well, I think it's time to wrap this thing up tonight, guys, and uh, get ready uh, tomorrow night. Uh, um, hour one, um, East Coast Independent uh, Star. He's done work for Ring of Honor. Gray Wolf, Raven Thorn will be with us. And then in hour two, uh, paying tribute to Pedro Morales will be our good friend and uh, one of Pedro's former co-workers, Hugo Savinovich. So, all right. Well, <laughs> Okay, well, right at the last second, we've lost Sean. So, uh, on behalf of Sean, Katie, I am the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, along with my co-host. I am just like a mouth man. You don't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. Get, 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.